Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Because there's never an off day in the greatest sports city on earth. Here are the biggest stories and everything else you need to know from the new title town. It's Breaking Boston with Andy Hart and Nick Fitzy Stevens. You know, they could have been backstage gassing for 25 minutes before the Hall of Fame thing, and they were talked out, and they just saw each other as they went on stage, and, hey, Bill, what's up, Rob? Oh, we just talked. So we're inferring things off of the most, you know, using Zapruder film breakdowns on things that really are not indicative. All I can tell you that I, you know, have had indicated to me is, you know, things have gone too far, and that, you know, at the end of the season, there would be a parting of the ways, and for a variety of reasons, there will be no, you know, firing of Bill Belichick. Oh, I, I can't wrap my head around this because I feel like I, I feel just the opposite, and I maybe it's my gut speaking, and which is make, the opposite what of just like the parting of the ways. You think they're going to fire him? I don't think he's going anywhere. You know, they could. Hmm. Someone's going to have to make some sense of this for me, and I don't know who to ask or who has the source and who to reach out to that the decision has already been made, or so we're told by Tom E. Kern of NBC Sports Boston, who joins WEEI frequently, that the decision has been made and that Bill Belichick will be removed and there will be a parting of the ways at the end of the season, as has been speculated for days, weeks, months here, all over Patriots Nation, our station and beyond. But when someone says it in that regard, and of course, there's the clip from Monday night on early edition on NBC Sports Boston, where Tom Curran says that he was told there will be a parting of the ways. That sounds to me like somebody is reporting it, if I'm not mistaken. So if somebody who is a trusted voice and is an insider, if you will, says that they've been told something, then when they present it to we as audience, aren't we to then say, we have been told by someone who has been told and we are to trust that person and that that actually operates as a report? That is really strange. Um, There was also, uh, that was the clip, of course, heard Tuesday on the Gresham Fourier program on WEEI. Um, Later on, uh, actually, I think producer Cooper Leonard has one extra clip he would like to share with us. Coop, go ahead and bring that up if you get a chance. Um, 
Tom Curran in his weekly chat with Andy Gresh and Christian Fourier also went on to add this about uh, Bill Belichick, perhaps not even wanting to come back if he is presented with the opportunity, Andy. And I find this just as fat, almost as fascinating as the report that is also not a report. Yes, I guess maybe I won't allow myself to to believe because if I now if I was Bill, do now I guess I'll ask you, like if you play the Bill Belichick role, would you like to fix what you broke? I don't know. Depends if I want who I want over my shoulder watching me do the work. It's the same as the same guy that's always been watching over you when you work. Not if he stands directly over my back instead of in another room saying, I love this guy. He gets everything right. Yes. All right. So that's, that's like role play. So now we're just doing, now we're doing improv and scene work to speculate exactly what Bill Belichick's thinking and how the Patriots coaching situation is going to go. If this is legitimate and, or rather if Tom is just sort of kind of using gathered Intel to formulate a report and then speculating, that seems a little irresponsible to me. And who am I to say what's irresponsible, Andy, but it doesn't seem yeah, right. I- I mean, to me, Tom Curran is reporting that the Patriots and Bill Belichick are going their separate ways at the end of the season. The decision was made after the Germany game. Like, you can parse through the wordage or whatever, but I trust Tom Curran as an insider. He bills himself as a Mm -hmm. Patriots insider. He does a lot of interviews on our station, other stations, national, Dan Patrick, whatever you want to say. And I trust that if he had conversations about Bill Belichick and the decision being made, those conversations took place with people that are in the know, that aren't just, you know, you, me, and some guy who sells tickets down at Gillette. Like that, mm-hmm. those are important conversations. Those are valuable conversations. So, I, you know, th- that's what I'm going to take it as, that they're, they're going to part ways. Now, the second clip that um, is played by Tom is a little bit more, as you said, role play and vagaries. Would Belichick even want to come back if he was offered that opportunity? Um, and Tom almost gets defensive for Bill. Well, Bill, if you don't think you deserve more oversight than you used to deserve four or five years ago, then you're even more asleep at the wheel than I think you are, Bill Belichick, because you've done a terrible job with this team for the last three or four years. It's just reality. You've made, and I'm not joking here, this is dead serious. I'm not like, Mm -hmm. you've made some of the worst decisions ever made in football. You let Tom Brady go. Horrific decision in hindsight. OK, mm-hmm. you hired Joe Judge and Matt Patricia to run your offense. Horrific decision, both of which are probably fireable offenses. So if you don't believe you deserve more oversight now than you did back when you were winning Super Bowls and riding the high life with Tom Brady, then again, you got you really got to go. You got to get out faster than I think you got to get the hell out of here. Um, but yeah, the reality is this is definition from NBC Sports Boston, Tom Curran, that Bill Belichick is done as the head coach of the Patriots. He's got four games left. He's got less than a month uh, at the helm of the New England Patriots. If we've talked about it, I, to me, it's the right decision. They can package it however they want. I don't really give a rat's ass about uh, mutual parting of the ways. He retired. He fired him. He, You can't fire me. I quit. I don't care. The reality is you're going to have a new head coach of the Boston, uh, excuse me, of the um, New England Patriots and a new GM because the guy who wears all the hats, according to his kids, will no longer be wearing any of the hats. So... I don't really care how it's packaged and presented by either Tom Curran or the Kraft family. That's the only thing that matters. Bill Belichick, according to this, if we take this at its face value, will not be making any key decisions or any decisions at all come mid-January, mid-February, draft picks, free agency, turn this team around. So 
that's um, that's notable in its definition. And it's certainly um, what Pat McAfee, I guess, alluded to that some people got all hot and bothered about. We know what you got to do. Well, we know what you got to do. We we didn't know what you did last summer. We know what you're going to do this winter is the new movie here in New England. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> that's and it's a horror movie to some and to others. It's uh, it's long overdue and much anticipated. Yeah. And there and the. The tribal the tribal lines are being drawn, as I can see in social media and wherever else we read the tea leaves. Some people are saying, yeah, well, you guys wouldn't have a six rings podcast if it wasn't for Belichick. OK, so right. does that mean he's supposed to coach into the grave? Uh, and then there have are a other people podcast with a different name. Do they know that? Yeah, there, there are podcasts all over the NFL. The crappy football mm-hmm. teams have podcasts, the good football teams, the mediocre football teams. Mm-hmm. They all have podcasts because they all have interest, fan interest and talking points. I hate exactly. those fans. I hate those. Th- those are your people. All right. There we go. You owe that's your nice. career and your entire life to Bill Belichick. That's weird because I started working for the Patriots the same time he did, like before he built anything. So I all we did was make commentary on what happened right. as well. He, oh, I mean, he I'm gave not, me I'm, great I'm material and fun and enjoyment. And I, sure. I don't disregard that. But, but also the fact like, that he's like he stopped Edger and James on the goal line in 2003. Oh, yeah. Uh, when Bill Belichick intercepted Peyton Manning three times in the AFC right. championship. Remember when he caught 50 touchdowns in 2007? I mean, that like awesome. <laughs> Belichick is just man. The, the guy does it all. No really wonder why he put on the helmet on uh, college game day, because he really wanted to show you what he really wanted to do or how responsible he was. No, you bring up McAfee on game day. If this is true, and Curran decided Monday night on early edition on NBC Sports Boston, it was time to let some, if not a all of a very large cat out of the bag, then that sheds light on Robert Kraft and Pat McAfee's engagement. And Robert Kraft probably wanting to say, like, Hey, Pat, shut the F up. You weren't supposed to say anything. I thought this was just going to be a little Patriots and football theme slap and tickle on your college kickoff program. We're actually having a nice weekend around here. Why do you have to ruin it? We can't have nice things anymore. Also, this would explain some of Belichick's recent demeanor. Like maybe he now is just sort of in that clear mind space. Like doesn't matter what else happens the rest of the way. You know, I'm fine. I'm just they're responding for me. That's good. I'm a football guy. I'm going to try to win football games. But after that. Who cares? Because I'm going somewhere else and this is not going to be my problem anymore as of January 7th, approximately 4 p.m. in the afternoon, Eastern time like that. This all this all makes sense. And that's like, again, I just two the two questions that swirl around are one. Why won't Curran completely put his weight behind this if he, if he said it? Because that seems risky. And number two, um, I just want to know when people say like, this will be the worst decision the organization's ever made. Look, the guy knows all he gets all of his flowers, everything, but he's made a number of bad decisions recently. And you literally can't do this forever. Do we need to see, you know, does he need to get into Marv Levy territory, which he, which he once commented against and sort of mocked years ago. Do we need to get into the Joe Paterno sort of, you know, stumbling figurehead on the sidelines portion of the, 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 the Michael Jordan on the Washington wizards portion of Bill Belichick's coaching career with the Patriots, I would almost argue he's there already. Well, I can tell you for a fact, this is not going to be the worst decision they ever made. Like how, how, how could that even be possible? How, like, how would that even, they, 
they've made a lot of bad decisions under Belichick, before Belichick. Mm-hmm. This organization mm-hmm. in, historically made a lot of bad decisions over the years. If you want to go back and be a, a pre-Pink Hat fan and don't believe, you know, the, the franchise started in week two, 2001, there was a lot of crap that went on in the 70s and the 80s that were bad decisions, bad management of this team. Um, and how is firing a coach that has three wins like this horrifically bad decision at the age of 71? Like, I don't even understand that mentality. Best case scenario is he turns it around for a short period of time and then you have to move on from him because he's too old to do the job anymore and you make it even worse. Like, I even say that, like, best case scenario, if you're the biggest Mm -hmm. in Bill we trust and he stays and he drafts Drake May and they somehow are let's just say a 500 football team next year. Cause you're not going to go from three wins to 14 wins and win the super bowl with a rookie quarterback. Not going to happen. Um, so best yeah, case, but scenario, you don't believe in Belichick, bro. No, I don't believe in anybody. I don't believe there's anybody that's going to do that. A, a horrific roster with no quarterback is going to just turn it around and be a super bowl. Ch- I don't believe that. Um, so best case scenario, like you're, you got a nice little two year window where you're competitive, maybe decent. And then he walks away and you pull the carpet out from under Drake May and this young team that's building something. So I don't it's not the worst decision. It It's a decision that needs to be made, is going to be made sooner rather than later in the next year or two. And now is the time. And that's OK. Now, as you mentioned, the weirdness of which it's being reported, presented, portrayed by Curran, um, that is certainly interesting. I don't know why he wouldn't write it, you know, if um, the 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 most um Still, the most normal way to present major news is is written is is a story, you know, saying definitively, according to my sources, the decision has already been made to move on from Bill Belichick Mm -hmm. at the conclusion of the 2023 football season. Because all of your favorite uh, X platform accounts, the aggregators and such have all done the report via at Tom E. Curran on Twitter, and then they have taken his words from Monday night's television show and presented it as a report themselves, if you will. Right. Which so is not journalism, that's just Twittering. Oh, uh, yeah. No, that's that's the modern football world. Now, I think he's going to be right. Like, you know, we've talked a lot about this here mm-hmm. on Breaking Boston and on the Six Rings feed about, I think this is coming, but we didn't necessarily have a source that told us this is coming. This is, you know, the decision has already been made. It felt that way. Certainly the Germany game felt that way with the Robert Kraft poofy black coat meme with his head down in shame in front of his international fans at the performance that Mac Jones and his team put forth. It felt that way. But now we have some definition, at least through Curran's words, that it is that way. And that was indeed the final straw. Because some some people have already uh, dug up when on January 26, 2002, he said it was time to pump the brakes on Josh McDaniels and Dave Ziegler to the Raiders because we're the car, the horse was getting out of the barn too early and didn't have good Intel on it. And five days later he gets hired. So people are going to, people are going to try to keep receipts and they're going to, you know, dig around for whatever they can to prove their point, which is all fine and dandy. I like Tom. I think he's a pretty reputable guy. I wouldn't think that he would just make ish up for the sake of it. He doesn't strike me as a muckraker. He doesn't strike me as some sort of salacious tabloid style journalist in any way, shape or form. However, as he would say, be that as it may, as he would say, when you say something like this, you better get ready to either put up or shut up about it. And so he's either going to be really right. And he can point back to it and say, see, told you so, or he's going to be really wrong. And that's when he's going to say, I was just sharing an opinion, but you have to be careful when you share opinions like that, especially in markets where there is such heightened attention in such a unique time 
for the New England Patriots, for the NFL, and for Boston media. All right, we will continue to unpack this on the Six Rings and Football Things podcast later today and as the week progresses. Plus, you're going to want to make sure that you do not miss any episodes of Six Rings because our own Mike Cadlick is catching up today with Tom Ekern about all things Patriots, Kraft, Belichick, and beyond. We'll have that audio to share with you soon. So much going on, so little time until the end of the season and possibly, I'm getting all choked up, the end of an era for Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots. Uh, For Hart, for Coop, for everyone involved, for Fitzy, that's me. This is Breaking Boston. We'll catch you later on Six Rings. Um, And hey, uh, Bill Belichick, uh, Pats fans, enjoy them while you got them, maybe.